Hello and welcome. We are the 4AM Boys. I am one of your hosts, Brent, and with me I have Andrew. So I'm here, kind of. It's 4AM. I just woke up. Yeah, man. You know, I and I've been up all night. It's uh, so. This is the we are the 4AM Boys. This is a podcast about our latest obsessions, thoughts, and such. Uh, you will find out why we are up at 4 a.m. All right, so essentially, yeah, that's kind of the layout of this podcast. Uh, we're going to go over some games, uh, maybe anime, t- television shows, movies, and of the such. So Whatever uh, we feel like. Every Yeah, every th- I mean, session. that's basically what this is. It's just kind of whatever we feel like doing. Um. So probably, I think the thing that we've both been doing a lot of recently is playing Judgment. You mean, Judgment? <laughs> yeah, uh, or Judge Eyes, I believe, as it is in Japan. Yeah, the original Japanese name, Judge Eyes. I prefer that name, but that's just me. Yeah, I think I kind of do too. Like, it, it sounds cooler, but it also sounds dumber at the same time. I mean, like, the title, like... In, with a certain, like, saying, like, a context within the game, Judge Eyes makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this game comes from the makers of Yakuza. Uh, I believe they're called Ryuga Go- Gotoku Studios. Like a dragon, now, yes. Yep, they're just a separate team now. Uh, and this is... It takes place in the same world. You know, you're going to Kamurocho in the, uh, the fictional red light district of Japan based on Kabukicho. Good old... And, uh, Tokyo Land. Yeah. And, um, you know, same setting as Yakuza, but this is pretty much its own self-contained thing. No, 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 no Yakuza characters, except for some references they were there in a certain secret boss fight that's in every game. Yeah, well, like, there are, like, you know, characters that are Yakuza, but no characters from the Yakuza series proper. Yeah, I miss my boy Majima, kind of, but that's... Yeah, um, we'll be back in Shin, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that there is a... Uh, there's a line of dialogue that I heard about, um, about some guy talking about how um, he's trying to go to the bathroom and this crazy Yakuza, like, jumped out at him. <laughs> and, like, he doesn't mention, like, an eye patch or a knife or like, anything, I, so we don't know if it's Majima, I, but... I have not like seen or kind heard of one this line. Crazy that Yakuza I, that I can think of. Yeah, and then I guess uh, yeah. what Son is it? Of... I haven't played Yakuza yeah. Six. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, with the the mascot man. It's uh it yeah, a yeah, ten- yeah, the the tangerine. orange head. I forget what it is, but he has a fish pouch and fisherman's boots. Is there's a whole reason for it? But yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's like the mascot of the town you go to in that game. Um, yeah, so this is, you know, it's pretty self-contained. Um, it's uh, also kind of has a very different story yeah. set up from the other Yakuza games, because you're not playing as a crime man, you're playing as a disgraced lawyer. Who kind of like, uh, so the thing with um, with the law system in Japan is that it's like 99% of the time uh, the defendant is going to be mm-hmm. like judged as being guilty. And so the main character, Yagami, he uh, he got that, you know, he was a lawyer and he, he got that 1% chance on somebody. He was able to get them off. 
And the first thing, yes, it was quite literally a miracle. <laughs> then he went and killed someone immediately. That he killed his girlfriend and burned down that his That was an important plot detail. Oh. Yes. And so that happened, and he kind of uh, becomes this disgraced lawyer, you know, and he decides to become a private investigator kind of three years later. Uh, and how that's far pretty did much where the story get? picks up. Did the trial uh, I got to the end of chapter, chapter one last one? night. Trying to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the guy who is no longer a coke fiend. I about that. <laughs> yeah, because that... <laughs> Yeah, uh, so this game uh, the, the, uh, this game was pulled from sale in Japan because Pierre Taki, who is like a Japanese actor and musician, was caught with cocaine. And when you're caught with drugs in Japan, uh, you just kind of, well, your whole cocaine, career kind of just disappears. <laughs> oh yeah, like there was some pretty good fan art of Olaf snorting himself that came out of that. Because <laughs> he was the Japanese voice of Olaf. All right, well, Andrew's gone, but I tried texting him. Let me... Okay. Hey! Uh, so, I, I left, uh, I asked Dion, so I didn't know if you're still recording or not. Good, okay, yep, I'm still recording, I'm probably gonna edit around this. I, I just started talking about Pierre Taki for a little bit. Oh. Uh, okay, cool, because yeah, I was... I made the Olaf comment, and then Aaron just yes. kind of died. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's fan art of Olaf snorting himself out there. Which is pretty funny. Uh, so I guess the question I ask is, uh, this character that he played, this Yakuza, is he, is he like a prominent character throughout the rest of the story, too? From what you've seen, anyway. Uh-oh. Did it happen again? Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, wait. I'm seeing a green circle. I think he's trying to talk. Alright, this is great. Oh, my internet's kind of garbage my face <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine uh, all right uh so hamura i believe is his name right the, yeah uh, the, yeah um so is he like a prominent character in the rest of the story as well uh i do not believe so no as the resident yakuza expert uh i i okay. believe in, i'm trying to think back because i played all the games well well, like, well, no, no, no. I mean, like, Hamura, oh, this guy that oh, oh, was played by Pierre Taki. Is he kind of relevant oh, you mean in the rest in, of Judgment in, Story? In, in Judgment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 he kind of is. Okay, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, you know, you kind of play this disgraced lawyer and this kind of serial killing start of people getting their eyes gouged out. And he's kind of brought on to help the... uh, To kind of, like kind of help out what's going on. Uh, some of the lawyers kind of bring him on. So far... I think I'm in the middle of Chapter 5 last time. Okay. I played... Yeah, yeah, I was in the middle of Chapter 5. It's a flashback moment going on. I'm playing a flashback. It's really interesting. Hmm, okay. 
it's, it's story related stuff that goes back to the uh, that serial killer case he first worked on, which led him to not want to be a lawyer anymore because his eyes can't judge good between good and bad. Ah, That's why it's called judge, judge eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Japan yeah. knows what they're doing. Yeah, and so like you know, this is made by the same studio that made Yakuza. Uh, so we have combat. How do you feel about the combat in this game compared to the others? Uh, I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Yakuza Zero combat in the way of mm-hmm. twitching between styles, especially mid combat. I mean, it's all right. I think it's either five or six. I really like the combat. I think that's what's where it's at its peak. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm really liking the combat in here. There's only two styles, basically, it one-on-one and group. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, yeah, like, I'm fine with that. I think that works pretty you well. Tiger, 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 and birdie, birdie, birdie. Yep. And uh, he has, uh, he's a lot more mobile than Kiryu was in the other games. Because he can, like jump off of walls to go into punches and stuff. And, and he, he also isn't a 55-year-old bodybuilder man. Right, is like 55 and Yakuza 6, isn't he? He's really old. That's all yeah. I remember. That man doesn't age. I, I like, it's in Yakuza 5, there's a comment between uh, Saijima and Majima about being old. And I, made, and I made a joke while playing it. I'm like, this game is just yeah, is that what it used to be back in my day? We meant something. <laughs> new fangle kids, new fangle technology. Yeah, and uh, and like you know, like Yagami, he's also pretty different from Kiryu in like a lot of other ways. Like his personality is pretty different. I love that he's I, just like a sarcastic asshole. It's, yes, I lo- I love that too. Like his whole like dynamic with uh. Is it Kaito? No, it's... Yes, yes it is Kaito. His Yakuza buddy. <laughs> uh, I love that, like, that first scene. Uh, my little boy's growing up. Thanks, Dad. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm like, these guys are great, and I love them. Oh, yeah. I like how, uh, kind of towards the end of Chapter 1, Kaito comes in and saves Yagami by fucking drop-kicking three dudes at once. I know, it's great. Yeah, I'm liking Kaido so far. He's he uh, he's pretty cool. Uh, it's like spoilers. There's a scene later on that explains why Kaido got kicked out of the family. Okay. And Yagami's like, man, I've never seen a million dollar yen finger before. So that's what they look like. Because <laughs> he's about to, hmm. you know, cut off his pinky for the whole Yakuza, you know, retribution thing. Right. It is right. great. He's like, yeah, I've never seen like a one million, hundred million yen like finger before. Are you sure you want to cut that off? <laughs> it's It's great. Yeah, and uh, you know, like uh, like I said, I'm only kind of in chapter one, but I'm really intrigued by the story so far. I'm kind of a sucker for mystery crime dramas, and this is kind of hitting all the right notes so far. Uh, how's the story? How are you liking it? Kind of in chapter five. It's all right. Like it's more fast paced, I think, than the Kiryu stuff in Yakuza. I, I say that, but I think back to four. You can beat literally. You can beat four in a day if you took the time to do it. Because four is super yeah. short. Yeah, four is super short. It's kind of weird. Which kinda also had a it. character no longer really in the franchise because of cocaine. Oh right, yeah, the police officer. 
I just, I just like that's his reason for not being in five. It's just <laughs> the actor was arrested for drugs and just written out, so he got baseball man. Yeah, and then uh, in the re-releases of four, he looks fucking ugly. Well, it's because it's a different actor, so it looks like the actor. Yeah. Because our RGG has this thing of they want their character models to look like their actors. Right. Which, I get you that. Kinda, it's, you kind of run into problems, though. Yes, because, yeah. Uh, so, uh, my one slight disappointment, I want to say so far, is not having karaoke in a judgment. Yeah, it's because isn't, like, uh, Yagami's actor, like, a famous singer? Yeah, and he's too expensive to record. Uh, yeah, that's probably it. That's, which... that's exactly why, because I think they came out and said he's just... It was already expensive enough to get to be the voice actor, but the also to have him sing, it would just be too much, so they took it out. Yeah, that, that does make some sense, yeah, which I was a little disappointed that there's no karaoke either. Which is also probably why we got a English dub. <laughs> yeah this game has an english dub it's like the first game from this studio since yakuza 1 to get one uh i'm not playing with the english dub what about you are you oh with 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 mark hamill was uh majima oh no uh are, are you playing the english dub of judgment oh 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 no no i i'm look i like so there's, there's an option i was gonna point out in the survey because every you know yakuza game comes to the survey on the ps4 yeah and, and the one that's like do you use the english option i picked no but i appreciate it being there but right under there's an option no this game only belongs in japanese i think that's kind of narrow-minded <laughs> look look i'm just saying sega put that in there yeah <laughs> i didn't pick yeah. it but my whole thing is i guess it's just weird for me to play an rgg game in english yeah, because, like, especially since, you know, it's this whole series that has f- fucking, like, six, seven games in it, it's, and, like, you kind of play them all with a Japanese dub, it's kind of right. Well, because that goes the same way with style. Fist of the North Star, which that having an English dub. But at the same time, the Japanese dub was just the Yakuza cast, and it was Kiryu as Kinshiro, and that's just great. Yeah. Look, I I like to point out that uh, cause I think it came with the free DLC. We have the Kiryu skin for Kinshiro, mm-hmm. and I automatically put that on and just kind of ruined the entire game because <laughs> it's just it's just Kiryu just walking up in a desert wasteland. <laughs> it wouldn't the super mover like Kinshiro rips his shirt like Kiryu's jacket just like disappears. <laughs> you just uh, you just oh. turn it into an isekai. It's just dumb, and I love it, but... Yeah, and, like, uh, the dub, like, I watched a video of, like, the beginning, and uh, it sounds good. Like, it, they got a pretty solid voice cast and voice directors going in there. They do, and I and I get it. It's, it's, it's making it more mainstream. It's for a more mainstream audience, which I'm fine with. It's just yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to play totally. it in Japanese, because that's just my right. mindset with RGG games. Yeah, and, like, the other cool thing, though, is that there are two English subtitle tracks... I one just that, learned about that too. Yeah, one that follows the dub and one that's like the more direct translation. So you can't switch them independently, but uh, essentially, if you choose the English voices, you're getting the closed captioning. Right. Yeah, which, like, that amount of detail is, like, kind of crazy. 
And, uh, you know, like, you know, like this is made by the same team. There are side activities. Uh, Virtual Fighter 5 is there. That was in 6, right? Yes. Okay. You have that. You have, uh, is it Fighting Vipers? That other fighting game? Fighting Vipers, Space Herdier. Yeah, Space Herdier. Poyo. Some motorcycle arcade game. This is like the first time it's been on a console. Uh, Pinball. Just wanted to get that in there. Yeah, the pinball where you select it and it just says "Made with, with Unity, Unity" right before you start playing it. <laughs> I love it. It's a port of Look, it's a port of some Steam pinball game. Pinball than I want to admit. Yeah. Uh, then there's like darts. Uh, there's a light gun game, Kamaro of the Dead, which I think is just a big old reference to Dead Souls. Being honest. Yeah, Yakuza Dead Souls. Which I got because I played. I think I got to like level three or four before i just kind of gave up because i got bored with it yeah i've seen one screenshot from dead souls and i think i forget who it is but they're with a hostess who's a zombie and then they're like man i'd love to hang out with you if you were alive (laughs) and i'm like oh man should i play dead souls (laughs) like like all, all i know about dead souls is one is majima scene get to the top which is fantastic and two is Majima's introduction scenes that he's watching a zombie movie, and then the zombies break into the office. He's like, "Oh man, now I'm not bored." I like how they basically just reuse the zombie assets in Yakuza Zero at one point for one of the. <laughs> is it Zero? It's Kiwami Two. It's Ki- no, because it's, it's Kiwami One because Majima. Uh, part of the everywhere system, he's like a zombie. I thought that was Kiwami. Was it? Is that Kiwami one? What is Kiwami two? I think it. No, I think it's Kiwami one. I honestly don't remember. It's been so long. But then they also reuse zombie stuff for the. What was his name? Miracle Johnson. Yes, Miracle and Johnson. He's, he's like moonwalking down the street, and you have to beat up a bunch of zombies that are coming after him. Yakuza is just a a fun fun franchise, and I love it. Oh yeah. Too bad we're never getting Ishin. Ishin's never coming over here. Yeah, that, which that kind of sucks. Like, is there's a fan translation that's being worked on at least, right? Uh, I not I know there's like a full like game script that people use as a reference guide while playing mm-hmm. the game. Okay. I'm not exactly sure about fan translation. Gotcha. Um. And yeah, so like there's like there's those side activities. Uh, then there are. It, the, oh, you you haven't got to the VR yet. That, I haven't. That, there's a VR board game. Then there's drone racing. Right, because drone racing, I think that should have got unlocked in chapter one. Maybe it's chapter two, but VR doesn't get unlocked. I think chapter three or four because it's a story related mission. I think okay. it's four actually. Do you have to go chase a criminal down in VR? Uh, so what you do, I mean, it involves trying to track down a criminal, but you, you're trying to get information from a homeless man. He's like, hey, I'm too short to play VR. Go play VR for me and win me a prize, and I'll give you information. <laughs> He's too short to play VR? It, it's something like his, his legs are too short to, like, the, the walkers. It's it's something dumb. Okay. It's, I mean, I played a couple rounds of the board game. It's... I swear these dice rolls are fixed because I kept getting the same dice rolls every time. <laughs> but it's it's all right. Okay. Would I want it back if there's a judgment too? No. But all right. 
Um, then there's. Uh, have you bought any of the DLC, by the way? Any of the DLC? No, I I go I open up Yagami's phone. And I hit the DLC thing. It says this content is unavailable. I should probably just oh, and the like, service go to the PlayStation available? Store. Yeah, yes. I, I I'm I'm trying to go through the in-game thing, but maybe I should like. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta go through the outway. Yeah, I forget which pack it is, but like one like the eight dollar packs. Like you get like decorations for the office. Okay. And they literally come with pet cats that you can oh, just place cool. on the shelf. Okay. So like I have like three cats just in the office on shelves, and it's great. And they move. Yes. Yeah, have you been finding the stray cats in all the investigation sequences? Uh, I try to, but after like five minutes, I give up. <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, it's not worth it. Just, I'll get the trophy later. Yeah, because uh, yeah, this game also has like, these are investigation sequences. They're like in first person, and you just kind of look around in an environment for something. It's it's Phoenix, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Phoenix, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 pretty much. And each one has like a stray cat you can find. Look, this game knows it's Phoenix, right, at some points, because I have the objection screenshots. Yes, it's just like you, you just make Yagami shout objection any points. Look, there's the other, the, the young lawyer guy. I forget his name, but he does that at one point during like that same sequence. And she's like, why did you just yell objection for the fun of it? I'm like, this game is aware. It yeah. knows. And uh, yeah, like there's some of that. Then there's tailing missions, which I've only done the first one. So, like they're they're okay at first, but then mm-hmm. some are really stupid, and I hate them. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just not a fan. <coughs> yeah, I think they're fine overall. Um, then uh, so I don't know if this is in one of the other games because I haven't played like six or Kiwami two, but the friendship system. Uh, so <clears throat> I think I don't know if there's anything. Uh, oh, so six has like a sort of like a friendship system in the city, where it's part of the uh, bar you can be a part of. That like you'll gain friends around town. They give you like discounts at their shop and stuff. But I think it was Kiwami two that after you complete a certain like sub stories, if you get into a fight around that location, a heat mm. action will happen. They'll throw you an item like they do. <laughs> <clears throat> in this game. Okay. But it's not to, like, this extent, this whole, like, I don't want to call it, like, a social link system, but it's kind of like that. Kind of, yeah. It's 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 stuff, basically, where it's, like, you go to a restaurant or a store, and you buy something, and then you have, like, a little interaction. Uh, like, yeah, some later on acquire different stuff. Like, there's one... Because I've done all so far except for one I'm working on, which is the pawn shop owner, because you need to sell him, like, four paintings oh, that you okay. got to get from, like, casinos. Or there's there's another, like, friendship mission later on. You talk to a guy. You you buy stuff with the SP you gain. And I'm like, I don't want to give you my skill points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I need man, those unlock skills. That's my SP. That's I, I earned that SP in fights. But... Okay, did did you find the place that is like it's an ad for a Japanese steakhouse? I mean, there's there's a the actual like restaurants in the game that are steakhouses, but I don't know if that's what you mean. Right, right. Okay, so basically, um, because you know, like, uh, the Yakuza series and by extension, Judgment, 
Um, all of them kind of have like advertising for a bunch of products. Like, yeah, here's the Don Quixote and Boss Coffee and stuff like that. Right. There's a steakhouse. I want to say it's kind of like in the northern part of town. You just go to. Right. And uh, you eat a steak and you. Get, walk out of the restaurant and there's this guy and he's wearing like a chef's hat and like a chef's uniform. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, "How did you like our steaks?" It's like, "Oh, it was really good." It's like, "Yeah, we don't freeze our beef. We keep <laughs> yeah, it fresh with this method." I know. And, I oh, know. Prices like are so low. About. Yeah. And behind this guy, <laughs> I see a real life photo <laughs> of a dude that looks exactly like him, and I'm like, "Is this an ad for a steakhouse?" <laughs> yeah. Look, there's, like if you look at a lot of the advertisements in game, they use actual people, and it's great. I love it. Yeah, but like it just looked exactly like this it, dude. It is it's the exactly CEO like of the company. <laughs> it's just like uh, Sega. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I found that to be pretty funny. And so you, uh, you do these friendship things to unlock uh, sub stories or sub cases, I guess. Uh, some will lead to sub cases, which I, I like because Yakuza they always had like, kind of like happier endings. Uh, one of the side cases, and like I think it's like the first side case you can do. In judgment, is telling this husband's wife to see if she's cheated on her, and he is. I'm just like, wait a minute. If this was the Yakuza, Kiri would be like, you're cheating on her. He'd be like, no, it's a misunderstanding, and it would be a misunderstanding. And he's like, oh, ha, ha, fight comedic. <laughs> but here it's like, no, this is real life. He cheated on her. I'm like, oh. Oh. I didn't expect this twist. All right, so one of the things that I know, uh, there is a sub a subcase about a pervert. There is is a trio of perverts. Right. But one of these perverts, is his name... Professor Panty... Uh, Ass Ketchum. Ass Ketchum. And, uh... I forget... I think it's Judge Peep and Creep. Judge Peep and Creep? Right, yeah. I think Ass Ketchum is pretty good. Like, look, alright. Again, so have you ran into... I don't think you have, but there's a... An American guy, his name is Ryan. And he wants to be a ninja, and he's dressed up as a ninja... Okay. So he yells, believe it. <laughs> At the end of some of his sentences. I'm like, what? What? Oh, man. Because one, oh, yeah. one of his part of his uh, friendship meter is like, you got to go play darts at like the Club Sega. He's like, yeah, we're going to go throw Shuriken and Yagami. He's like, these are darts. He's like, yes, yeah, Shuriken. He's like, these are darts, not Shuriken. And it's just great. Like, Kiri, if, if, again, if this was Kiryu, he'd just be like, this guy's weird. Yakumi's like, the fuck's up with this asshole? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, cause like, uh, yeah, I'm really liking Yakumi's personality so far. There's a dialogue choice very early on where, uh, you sneak into a building as a maintenance dude. <laughs> yeah. I and, um, and, uh, and like, uh, the guy's like, hey, you're not a regular maintenance guy. And one of the options is, well, to tell you the truth, I've had plastic surgery. <laughs> I feel like that was probably, like, because I forget what choice I had. It was something. Oh, I picked up. Oh, he called in sick. He's like, I just got off the phone with him. I'm like, well, I guess I got to fight now. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's when it's in the, uh, I forget the family name. But you're, yeah, you're, you're uh, sneaking into their office. Mm-hmm. 
Is that the get what's his face's sister house? Or is that no no that's the other one. That's where you're just trying to get information, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just trying to get in there and get some information on the guys. And then uh, uh that's a fun time. And, uh, and then like uh and then the is like, Hey man, can you fix this heater? And he's like, Yeah, sure. He's like don't you can take the panel off? He's like, uh, what's that over there? And then he just gives it a big kick, and then it turns back on. Oh, is that how you do it? I could have done that. <laughs> it's it's great. Like, like I like Yagami as a character. I don't know. Because yeah. every time, like, my whole thing was... Because I got into the Yakuza series with Zero. And after Zero, Kiwami 1 came out. After I beat that, they announced 2. Like, literally the same day, I'm like, what is this? nonsense so i kind of had yeah, a whole like a whole like yakuza marathon going on for a bit where, like i played all the games in order and i avoided everything with six like i didn't want to hear anything about it and that's how i was with judgment because yakuza is like like the one game series i just kind of care about at this point i don't want spoiled like i love it that much yeah i need to i need to properly go through some because i've beaten zero kiwami and four okay so you can kiss you can skip three <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've heard it's pretty I mean, pointless. I'm, I started Kiwami one too. character that's relevant in four, mm-hmm. who's in three, briefly in both, and that's about it. Okay, but it's completely looked over because they kind of explain who he is, anyways. If you played four, okay, because I. I don't know if I want to go back to five because, or just wait for the HD version. To I went well because I played zero, Kimong one, Kimong two. Then I went back to three. That jump is jarring as hell. Ooh. Oh, I bet. Like, I mean, I still remember playing Yakuza four, and that was fine. But that was like the first one I played. So, so my thing with three was the models were like <laughs> they looked closer to the PS two models. It didn't look like the actual like characters and the comet was off-putting at first and like yeah. Kimuriocho felt so small in 3 like I can go places so fast close so used to the Kiwami just had to be like huge like a big old map and it's just mm-hmm. like tiny but it was like 3 is like the first third of the game is Kiryu being a dad raising the kids at the orphanage then some shenanigans happen I think of someone trying to buy the land for the orphanage more shenanigans happen. You end up back in the city. Other shenanigans happen. Game ends. So three, three is pointless. I can say, like I played three. Like I, I'm not a fan of skipping parts. Like in JoJo, don't skip parts. But if you do, skip part six because Stone Ocean is garbage. But uh, it's, fine. <laughs> it's garbage. But anyways, part uh, Yakuza three is just kind of there's no like main plot relevance in the overarching story. Okay. And it's literally the, like, middle of the entire, like, Kiryu saga, if you look at it. From zero to six, three's right in the middle, and it's pointless. Okay. Gotcha. Alright, I'll probably wait for, like, that PS4 version of five to come out. I mean, if you, I mean, I'd say go back to download it. Like, it's... I mean, I have it downloaded, but at the same time, I'm like, what if I waited for it to have 60 FPS? See, but my whole thing, are we actually going to get the HD releases in the West? Like, that's... Well, because I think they specifically said that they wanted to make the HD re-releases for the West. I I, I question it just because I... Yeah. <laughs> iffy about it. 
But I'd say... Because going from 5 to 6 didn't feel like that big of a jump. But then again, but then oh, again yeah. 6 is running off, I think, the Dragon Engine. Yep, it's the first game on it. So I'm just trying to think, because I think this combat's closer to probably Zero Kiwami 2, but I think going from 5 to 6 isn't that jarring. I mean, it's probably going to be jarring going from Judgment to 5 if you did that, but I'd, I'd, I'd still play 5 on PS3. Just because 5... Okay. <clears throat> 5 has a good story at points. I don't like how Akiyama has to share his his whole like story with Haruka. It's really dumb. Man, I've I've heard a lot about Haruka's chapter. How, and, and how it's a rhythm game. So, so she has dance battles. And it's, okay. it's, it is a rhythm game. Because like, it goes Kiryu, Saijima. See, I knew something was off because when, when it pulled up like chapter 3. Well, not chapter 3. Like, it's called, I can't remember if it's called chapter 3 or part 3. But I said like part three, part one, like, first half, I'm like, why are there halves? <clears throat> and it said Haruka, and then it's like, part three, second half, and it's Akiyama, I was like, why is Best Boy just a second half? Because I feel, hmm. like, my whole belief is that Kiryu's story should have really ended at two. Because that's when the yeah. original staff, like, the writing staff left. So this is the okay. one thing I'm going to point out about three, so... In Kiwami 2, Kiryu kind of gains his love interest with this lady cop. So at the start of 3, she's like, yeah, I'm going to America to teach other cops how to be cops. Kiryu's like, okay, bye, we'll see each other again at some point. Never do. She's just like, written out. I'm just like... That sucks. I I feel like... Like, like, I don't know who would have took over. I mean, there's one character in 3 I feel like that could have took over for Kiryu. Who was a younger Yakuza guy who has like a snake tattoo on his back? I forget his name. But his tattoo isn't finished because the tattoo artist who was doing it like died in the middle of like finishing his tattoo. So it's just like oh. the eye hasn't been filled in. And he's like super picky about it. I feel like he could have been a good replacement for Kiryu for three. But yeah. it's whatever. I mean, I guess keeping Kiryu gave us Saijima and Akiyama, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> They're two really great characters. Yeah, I. I- yeah, I really like them. All right, uh, doesn't doesn't Saijima fight a bear? Oh no, my audio can't hear nothing. I'm deaf. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> so okay. yeah, so right without spoiling stuff in five. Yes, he fights a bear. You can fight it multiple times if you so choose to. It's not part of the main plot. So, Saijima is the only character in 5 okay. who isn't really tied down to one town for his first part. He has multiple locations. One of these locations is a hunting village. How he gets there, <laughs> I'm not going to spoil. But, it, they tell you, oh, this, like, leave leave the hunting village after whatever and just go to the main town. Or you could be like me who spent hours on the hunting missions just to get the rest of this plot so I could shoot this bear and fight it again. 
like, also, like, man, Sajima has, like, all the weird stuff. And I say that. Because Jakusa's is a series that has all these weird moments, but... Like, Saijima has a trainer okay. who's, like... Gets possessed by gods, and he has to fight gods in, like, this monk body. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It, like, Sa- is like, the okay. peak yeah, point I'll... of, like, weirdness, in my opinion, in the Yakuza series. <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> like, I, I, I recommend just playing mm-hmm. 5 as soon as you can, because 5 is a good time. I, I mean... A baseball guy, his whole plot... Look, alright, so the whole plot of Five is that there's apparently a traitor within the Tojo family. Okay. And yeah, the whole uh, thing I'm is... probably gonna... All these other characters keep, are somehow uh, related to me too before I go plot. back to Five. How the baseball guy gets involved is kind of dumb, and I feel like it's kind of forced, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has, like, uh, the new Majima stuff. I don't blame Yakimami. I I know people give Kiwami too mm-hmm. a lot of shit because it folk it has a lot of Majima stuff in there, like a lot. Be- which is because mm. Kiwami one was being worked on at the same time as Zero, while Kiwami two was afterwards, and people saw uh, yeah. they saw the you know how successful Zero was. Okay. Like oh, it's because of Majima. Shove Majima. Uh, it has into a blonde everything. guy. I don't remember his name, but and I that get guy, right? that. But if you take that part out. Kiwami 2 is still Yakuza 2 at heart. And it's a great plot. <laughs> right. It has the best villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the best the best villain whose whole motivation is there can only be one dragon, and that's me. <laughs> Your dragon sucks, Kiryu. My dragon's better. He's the golden god dragon. Because, <laughs> yeah, because he's called the dragon of Kansei. And he hates that nickname. He's like, no, I'm the only dragon. There's no other dragon. Which, okay, though this is kind of a plot thing, (laughs) thinking about it with Shin. Because the main character is called the Dragon from the Depths. And that's the in this series that have a dragon nickname. I'm thinking, wait a minute, there's not two dragons, there was three dragons. Look, this is a whole whole thing that Yakuza 5 and Kiwami 2 clash on a certain point okay. and it involves Majima and I won't go into that but okay. it's like yeah okay yeah, gotcha. you, you need to play Yakuza 5 and then you'll understand eventually. the whole point uh, but yeah going through judgment of, first of Majima and his character uh, let's see um, I guess something else that kind of carries over Kiwami 2 and Yakuza uh, 5 from the, the Yakuza series universe. to judgment are the EX actions which are basically heat moves. Uh, the absolute worst one, and by worst I mean best one, returns from six, where you grab a dude, drag him into the convenience store, throw him into a microwave, and then the store clerk turns the microwave yeah. on and just fucking kills him. Yes. Yes, I have seen that one. That one's pretty good. <laughs> have you have you seen the one uh, where pretty much like you throw someone into a car? Yes, I did. Like they like rub up yep. against it and like kick it, and then they get abducted by yucks. <laughs> I did. Yes. Also, so so you have other like like yuck is a game save data right on your PS4. 
Yeah. Did you collect the 50,000 yen? Of a, yeah. Okay. Uh, judgment, right. super good. Probably going to get back to I, some I found more out of that, that like, in the next oh, couple weeks. Uh, do you have anything else to say about it? Before I earned my million something yen by doing all the side missions first. Gotcha. Oh. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. I, I um, you told me that I, you I went on a date with someone, and I'm like, what? Until I probably beat it when I have all my final thoughts in order. Oh, oh, I forgot. We gotta talk about there's a dating system. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So there's there's like a dating system. So there's huh, okay. And, and you get a, there's like four or five like female like characters in the game. Like once you do the side story, they're like a variable to date. It is like what? What is? Yeah, this? I was trying to think about that too, because like, there's a part where in the beginning, it's like really he goes into weird. a bar and it's he's like, like, "Yeah, I got my okay. first job here 20 years ago or something like that." And I'm like, "Yagami actually is." I'm trying to think about it. He's 35. Okay. Okay, so yeah, now I do know how old he is. He lied about his age. Hey, I guess. man, I, I mean, you know, 35 then. Uh, he's like 35 36 which doesn't i mean help, you know like the first it, like like it's, it's a legal relationship turn like 19 <laughs> like, wait a minute hold on here because <laughs> yeah because okay. there's, there's a plot point later on that gets brought up that uh why okay. yagami was even in town at the age of 15, he lied about his so, age. So, um, are all of the, uh, dateable characters, think, like, are they just, like, side characters? Like, there's no, like, main story characters? Or, or for one of the two, I can't honestly remember. Okay. Okay. Alright. Yeah, that's kind of weird, like, because, you know, Kiryu wouldn't go on dates to No, they're all side characters. They're all from side cases, <laughs> from my understanding. <laughs> No, he just talked about his penis to cam girls. <laughs> Look, I, I want to bring that up really quick. The first time I did the cam girl mini gamer, right, it froze my PS4. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, mush, mush. Oh, man, I don't like this. <laughs> Look, I just, I just think back to zero, back to the <laughs> phone at the club. keyboard. We just talking about like picks up the it's phone growing. Like, all dramatically. He goes, moshi moshi, <laughs> and, and now he's just. Typing with one finger on each hand, looking <laughs> at the keyboards, <laughs> talking about his penis <laughs> to to these women that doesn't like. Look, after I got like the oh, like man. achievement in game for it, I never went back. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm done yeah, here. Yeah, see, is, Yagami, he knows what sex awkward, is. And I don't like it. Kiryu and on then the you got Yagami. He's just going out on dates. It's great. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, Judgment, real good stuff. Uh, so something I else mean, I kind of poked Kiryu into. Also has like Final Fantasy VII that he's raised in an orphanage. Whoa, wait, wait, hold on. What? You don't? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a bad game. Four, 4 is pretty good. I like 4 a lot. I Look, I don't like 7. That's always... I, I played okay. it. It's okay. 4 is the best Final Fantasy. Thank you very much. Okay. But, uh, 
Uh, it's mostly because okay. of Edge. But not, uh, so I started Final Fantasy VII. Like, like, so here's my thing, PC. right? Crisis Core. Because I'm like, it. I want to mod don't this like it that much. to I don't like, know have a better <laughs> script and good graphics and stuff. Character. And yeah, you know, just like right. it, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, w- w- yeah. Where the boob go? I don't, I don't understand. Where give Tifa her boob size back? Where yes. boob? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like they need to make a compromise. Just give where, her a third regular go? size boob. Boob disappear. <laughs> Meet in the middle. Look, my whole thing. Look, my whole thing is that that article was like mistranslated. Ed was straight around like gospel. Oh like, man, you know English outlet mistranslated the Japanese interview. something else before. recently, and I made a comment about it. Oh man, but yeah. So, um, uh, let me let me pull up my tweets because it was, it was this morning. And right, I and how and, like, and how like some minute, uh, some outlet was like, what did they? Oh man, it's gonna be a trilogy, oh, an and then the director's like, uh, no, I never because... said that. <laughs> I said it has potential, and then yeah, like, it's kind oh, of well. I think that translation was provided by IGN. Gimitsu just recently originally. Cannot get their stuff yeah. together because i don't know I, I find gematsu to be pretty reliable oh of course it was <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, Look, so and she's whole, wearing two of them thing like... i want to say about it is sports bras exist i've argued with enough people on the internet about this <laughs> look this isn't the first time too. her chest quote-unquote shrunk because if you look from like seven to Advent Children, Advent Children, she no, looks no, no, like an no. actual like Andrew. You human see, thing, it's Sony which is, is censoring our that video games, based on. and we we gotta rise up. We gotta stop them from taking away boob. Look, <laughs> the. <laughs> look, all right. Look, you just reminded me that Lotus uh. Juice. What it said, Shimagawa Tensei rises up on stream recently. <laughs> look, mm. uh, we'll talk about look, look. We'll talk about that like a little, little bit, but that oh yeah, stream is great. Yeah, like he grew up in America for a little while. He has no idea, like 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 he can speak English, like he sees fluent in English, but he. <laughs> But but when he plays video games, like he's using the Japanese terms. So when people are like you, like like he's playing Splatoon two, so they talk about like Splatfest. He's like, "What's Splatfest? What like I don't know these terms." And he kept saying that. And like you got like some like people who spoke both languages. <laughs> the time is like this, like oh, so uh, he literally stops playing the game to get a piece of paper and a pencil to write oh, right, it down Final Fantasy VII. So the PC version, I downloaded something called the Reunion mod. Which, oh, back it's like Fantasy seven VII. different mods, that's... like, stuff that's, like, complete retranslation of the game. Um, right. It's, like, a better music mod, uh, something that puts in, like, better controller support. Uh, so, you know how Final Fantasy VII has the mo- the chibi models with the tooth, uh, the Q-tip arms? It replaces those with, like, full-size models. So, but also, like, the animations look kind of goofy on them. Yeah, um, Popeye arms. Yeah, and so I'm, I was playing with that, and then okay. I'm like, man, you know, like stuff like the Switch version has like right. fast forward and stuff like that, 
And so I'm, I only got like an hour in on the PC version, but I think I'm just going to go to the Switch version at this point and yeah, like just use the fast forwarding stuff and cause I, I want to try and beat the game before I, that remake comes it. out. Yeah, because I... Okay. I played 7 on the PSP back in the day. Right. I had to buy a separate memory stick Mm -hmm. to download the game. And that was the only thing on that memory stick, because I think it was like a gig or something. Uh, I can't remember the file size, so I bought like a gig memory stick, which was like 20 to $30 back in the day. And I was just like, like I had like fun playing it, I guess, because you know, like RPGs. Just I'm just not. Mm. See what it is, and I've seen this argument before, and I agree with this argument. Yeah, the, the internet is, ruined the story the, to seven. The because yeah. like all these like the these only key one moments, that I know everyone of is obviously Aerith dies. Like that's the big and one. why they're key moments, and why they're important moments. Sephiroth and it comes down with his it. big sword. So I think I've like. I've heard other Final Fantasy 7 spoilers before, but, like, yeah. they've just kind of gone over my head, I guess. Yeah. Although, I... Yeah, I like, I, I do know of some other scenes in the game that I want to fucking yeah, no, see some of those scenes like, in I the think... remake. Like, okay, there's a scene where Hojo, the scientist, right? He's, like, a scientist... Well, okay, you, that you, was you mean like uh, like when Cloud uh, yeah yeah that was one of them, but the other like one was like Hojo has like Red Thirteen on the high wind. That's the thing. He's like, all right, Red Thirteen, you're gonna fuck Aerith <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> oh no. Uh. Brit, 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 don't Jinchis exist? Uh. I hate the break to you. But both I, those I, things I just wonder how they're gonna handle uh, that in are the probably remake. in Dojinchis that you can just read. They've probably been already been translated too. <laughs> Look, I the one yeah. thing because when they released that, because some of us were in the uh, uh, Discord call when we were watching it, so me and Callum were talking, hmm. and I pointed out, so this Barrett isn't swearing as much, and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because that, that was, like, the one thing I liked about Barrett in the original translation, that he just, like, swore every other word, and it was great. And then it's just like, huh. I'm like, he's not he's not swearing some, as much. From I, what I've seen people say is that it's kind of, how he is in the remake is kind of, like, a halfway between the original like. and, like, the original Japanese and the English translation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm probably just going to go to the Switch version and try and get through that pretty fast because apparently it's also not a long game like I've seen people say like 25 hours I mean I honestly don't remember I do remember what I do remember is playing on the PSP yeah that's on the PS3 uh, there was still like you have to switch the discs and there was like a special like menu option that you had to pick That, that much I remember Mm-hmm. And it's really weird. Actually, how do they handle that on the... See, I own the PS1 Classic because I'm an idiot and I bought it. Oh. I used it once right. to play so Revelation Classic. Persona, uh, the I'm Switch like, discs, you have you know, to press the I just uh, have it on the PSP. Button. I'm just going to play that instead. I think if you hack it, you can change that. Yeah. 
That's dumb. Yeah, I have mine. Uh, right I have now. been meaning the hack, and it's just lazy, and I honestly don't know where I put it at this point. So it's. Because yeah, I remember, because I it was so it was like, oh man, I own Revelations Persona, and I'm <laughs> playing. I was like, well, this game like, is so slow. Run backwards into the wall constantly. <laughs> I missed my mock dashing backwards. Look, I I, I <laughs> yeah. love that in PSP. I need version, to play the PSP version. Just hold down the run button. The it's the full version. speed. I know. Actually, I think it's faster backwards. Yeah. So like, if, if I mean, it also has school days. Oh, the PSP version is so much better. It's mostly because it's the Night Queen option. Yeah. Yeah, shoot the Night Queen route. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's Final Fantasy VII. I'll probably have more to say uh, yeah, when too. I it actually beat that game. It also has Destiny. Uh, I did beat, however, Tales of Berseria. Do you have any experience with the Tales series? Okay. Uh, I've played <laughs> okay. um, Abyss I've, and Symphonia. Played? I've never beat played either. and beaten Symphonia, <laughs> played Abyss, Exilia, Grace's F. Okay. And I've beaten Berseria. Um, oh, I, I was so I worried about the Tales series because Tales of Zestiria, the one that came before, it fucking sucked. Like, have you heard anything about that game? Yeah. It sucks because, like, it advertises itself as, like, this is the first open world I think Tales I also game. Own it. I just but that world it. is so barren and empty. And they took the combat from Grace's F and made it worse. Because the combat in Grace's F is good. <laughs> and it's. And now they just made it, like, really bad. And oh, no. The characters aren't great. And so I got super worried, but I beat Tales of Berseria, uh, which is also like a prequel to Zestiria, like set several thousand years before. And uh, yeah, it's super good. It's probably tied with Tales of the Abyss for one of my favorites. Right. It does... It is a spoiler opening? I like how Tales of the Abyss is a spoiler opening. I'm just thinking about that. Oh right! I guess that is a spoiler. Yeah, yeah because uh, with a certain yeah. Luke and a certain you know character thing involving him. Right. I I guess I just never realized that. And a certain other character. Yeah, it's just like, huh? Ten? That oh. was like two thousand one. Wait, hold, hold on. When did Final Fantasy ten come out? Oh, Tales of the Abyss oh, was after Symphonia. That must have been like two thousand six. Tales of the Abyss come out? There's, there's a revelation I'm having right now. Let me. Uh, two thousand five. Realization with is when Abyss Titus came out. and Luke. Why? Uh, what's the revelation happening right. over there? Cause I'm just having a little revelation moment about something. Oh yeah. Involving <laughs> the main characters. Okay. <laughs> and how they're <laughs> related to the main part. It's something stupid. Okay. It's it's a spoiler thing, but it's stupid. I'll I'll, I'll tell you after after the recording. Okay, my sure. It's just kind of dumb. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on here. Things are adding up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I decided to go back to Berseria after that Tales of Arise trailer from E3 because I'm like, hey, I never beat I never beat that one. Uh, it's super good, but you can totally tell that thing is was a PS3 game in Japan. Like, oh 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 yeah, that's no, that's yeah. It, it looks rough like just 
uh, like animations look fine, but like it's facial expressions that, and it's some art stuff. Like all the hair looks kind of weird. Right. Um, all of the dungeons in the game are either open fields or b- rooms connected by long hallways. Final Fantasy Thirteen got it. Mm. Um, uh, I, I almost said that. Is it worse than Thirteen? But. It might be worse than 13, because 13 is just, like, you don't have to do a lot of backtracking in that. That's that's true. Yeah, because so, you're just kind of going so I'm gonna way. I'm going to do a little side tangent with 13, so. Yeah. I got to the end of Chapter 10. Now, Chapter 10, after you beat that, when you start Chapter 11, that's when the quote-unquote open world opens up. Right. Okay. And my biggest complaint, I never got to do the open world shit, because... The boss of chapter ten. I don't know what it is. I just could never beat it. I'm Hold very on a upset. Minute. Let me. Because the boss for chapter ten casts a doom counter, and like I would always get close, but I could never beat the doom counter. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Hold on, let me look at this. Uh, first Google search: How do I beat chapter ten boss? <laughs> is it for Final Fantasy Thirteen? Yes. <laughs> let me see. What is this? What does this dude look like? It's, it's, oh, uh, this boss. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was a bitch. Man, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, like I have, like, all, like, the best weapons, like, upgraded to the best. Like, I got button commands, like, down to the T, and I could just never do it. Yeah, I remember and I never went back hard. to 13. 13 kind of soured Final Fantasy for me for a bit. Yeah. 13 2 is good, if you ever go back to that. I probably won't. <laughs> it's uh, one of the best parts about it is the Saws DLC where he's at a casino and you get to play the weird casino game they made. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, in Tales of Berseria, it's fine. Like it, it's uh, like the gameplay stuff is fine. Um, I feel the dungeons were very outdated and bad. Right. Um, the combat's super fun, even if it's a bit easy. But I guess it gets harder obviously on harder difficulties and kind of more involved Uh, but yeah that's probably tied with abyss for being my favorite i have a lot of hopes for tales of arise i do i do too just from the trailer because man i haven't played a tales game in years yeah uh berseria is super good i think it's on sale for like 10 bucks on steam if you're interested maybe i might pick that up all right and then uh so we've both played a bit of persona q2 yeah i haven't gotten to the first boss yet kamoshita man Oh, she the man. Which is weird. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like I remember. There's like, there's, there's like there's a gimmick for that boss fight. I'm not going to talk about because it's spoilers. I, I heard he's kind of tough. It's so the first time you fight him, you're meant to lose. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. And so then you have to come up with a plan that that opens up like the other half of the dungeon or whatever. Hmm. And that's where uh uh, Fimsy. Uh, neck chops a dude and it's great <laughs> yeah uh, so we played a bit of it uh, I'm so shocked at how much better this is than the first one yeah I never beat the first one I got like I'm on, I'm on the last dungeon on the first one yeah but like there's the whole I forget like the whole like trial thing like like you have to like move the fire like like the puzzle like I'm doing it what it wants me to but it's not registering and I don't know why so I just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, I kind of gave up on it because I got super bored with it. 
I wasn't that interested, and I'm so surprised at how much better this is. Uh, I've I'm at the end. Like I haven't beat the boss to the third dungeon yet, mostly because I was dumb and did something we weren't supposed to, and I just never went back and like actually fought the boss. Hmm. Okay. Because you can't really do because you get to the boss to a certain point. I'll just keep constantly like healing, which. I was like, oh, okay, because then, like, Futaba tell you, like, okay, you need to, like, attack with, like, this skill or whatever. And I was, like, out of MP at this point. I'm like, well, <laughs> guess I die. <laughs> yeah, I find the characterization to be pretty good. Like, I'm, you know, because, like, I like the P5 cast a lot and kind of seeing them back in a spinoff is cool and... Uh, I like the FemC, the Persona 3 FemC's inclusion. I I suddenly care about her being canon now or not, because they gave her a personality and she's great. She is, yeah. There's a <clears throat> dialogue option, I think is after you meet up with most of the P4 cast, and you're talking with you, and you're, like, you're introducing yourselves, and there's an option of like, me eat you whole or whatever <laughs> and like the fimsy response like she's like i'm in your care i'm like what <laughs> what is this <laughs> this needs to stop and like they all make a comment like yeah those three are just kind of weird they're all very similar for some reason <laughs> and then they're like wild card but yeah no those is an interesting, interesting dynamic because you get the p3 cast well, most of them, at the start of the third dungeon. Okay. Do you, do you, do you care about slight spoilers in any way? Uh, nah, it's fine. <clears throat> so, so they explain there's alternate universes. Because she she knows who the, the party is in 3, but they don't know her. Oh. And like, how do you know so much about us? And then Theodore and Elizabeth are like, alternate dimensions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, and then Dorakun shows up. And they're like, yeah, you're just the same person, but in alternate dimensions. And they're like, what? And they're like, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. Don't worry about it. Just alternate dimensions. Yeah, just you're from that dimension right there. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. It's just like, okay, I guess we're not talking about this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty good. I'm probably just going to kind of play it slowly throughout the year so far. Yeah, it's, I'm about the same. Yeah, nothing. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, so that's. Have Have you made any broken personas with the QR code? I haven't. Yet? I haven't unlocked the ability to use QR. Oh, codes. that's right. Because that's not to like. I can't remember if the second dungeon or the third. I think it's the second dungeon. Because I've made some pretty broken personas. <laughs> yeah, use that QR code generator. Get you some like, because Hasso Toby, the thing that, uh. The, the, uh, Yasusune with his uh, medium strength Hasotobi. Yeah, the, the fact that that got yeah, buffed. It's no longer me. light. It's no longer light strength hits. It's medium and like they're just gonna make shit melt. That that scares me because like light Hasotobi wrecks shit, right? Medium oh, yeah. is just like you, you like what's the point? Yeah, it's like let's just break the game. <laughs> like, because like, he was, because like in five he was broken with the oh, fusion yeah. system. Like he could like absorb like everything. Just like power charge, Hasotobi just wrecked house, 
and now in this game it's medium and it's like oh dear god <laughs> why it's like if that enemy's not weak to physical he's gonna die like right now <clears throat> look look my my fear is is it's in p5r that also toby's medium strength oh man that'd be cool <laughs> that would be so broken like like I just like how Yasusune is just like the broken persona. Like it's just, yeah. Like once you get him, you don't need anything else because he just like walks up. Hasotobi, everything dies. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty great. So uh, that's kind of all I've been playing. You been playing anything else? Uh, I mean, I so I on a whim. I don't know why I'm like. You know what? I'm I'm gonna buy Assassin's Creed Rogue. Assassin's so why Creed not? Rogue. It was the one that came after four. Okay. It's I bought the remaster on PS4 because I think it was like on sale or something, so it was like dirt cheap. So I picked it up. I played a little bit of that. So my whole thing, like I stopped after four because I didn't care. Yeah. Because four four is my favorite because you know they focus a lot on the pirate stuff, like the pirate missions, like the ship stuff, the naval combat. Even though the marketing for that game was a complete and total lie for four, but I picked up, but I picked up Rogue. I'm like, huh. So I'm gonna betray the Assassin Order and be a Templar at some point, aren't I? Because it's just like, the way they set stuff up is pretty obvious. It's like the first Templar guy you call, you kill, just like, man, this guy was gonna die in a month anyways. Why'd I kill him? Just like, because you're an assassin and it's what we do. And then eventually, like, you betray them. It's like, oh man, who saw this twist coming? That they clearly set up since the first chapter. I forgot how far I got in Rogue, but it wasn't that far, admittedly. But I'll probably get back to that after Judgment. Alright, so I looked up Assassin's Creed Rogue. I don't remember this game coming out. (laughs) I don't blame I think it came out like... 2014. I think like a year after 4. This was like when Ubisoft was doing like an Assassin's Creed a year. Yeah, and like... Oh, wait. What is... Because I think it's the one right before Unity. Assassin's Creed Unity and Assassin's Creed Rogue came out the same year. It came out on the same day. Oh, that's what it was. Now I remember what it is. So, Rogue came out on the PS3. Unity was the PS4. Mm. That was the gimmick. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this is PS3 and 360. Yeah, because it was originally, because it got remastered. That's what it was. That's Because I thought it was something, like, I thought it came around the same time as 4, but no way, that's what it was. So Rogue was strictly for, supposed to be for PS3, then Unity was supposed to be the theme the PS4, which is why it was a glitchy mess. Which is probably why you never heard about Rogue, because Rogue wasn't really talked about. Because 4 was, not 4, uh, Unity was a disaster. Oh, yeah, because it's like, man, it takes, like, so much work to make female character models. Yeah, it's... which I think I also picked up Unity because I think it was like free at one point because Dota Dame caught fire. <laughs> I think that's the... I swear that's the... it was free at some point for that, but yeah, no. So and like I'm enjoying for like it's all right. Like I like the fact I'm playing as a Templar. It's a nice change of pace, but okay. I think four so so far my favorite because. Uh, Edward Conway is just he's not even an assassin to like the last two chapters of the game <laughs> he's just kind of there being a pirate and I love it 
Yeah. I have played eight hours of Assassin's Creed 2. Right. Uh, and then, you ever play the Nintendo DS Assassin's Creed game? No. I've played I both of them. It. Oh. Yeah. They're fine. Like, uh, Assassin's Creed 1 is kind of like a stage-based thing. And then 2 is like a side-scroller. Right. Yeah, they're fine, but that's my whole experience with the series. Oh, and I played the Vita one, but I stopped playing it because that game is, like, super buggy. Yeah, same. So, like, I think I started the franchise with Brotherhood, which is literally the middle of the Ezio saga. (laughs) (laughs) So I was super confused and just went from there. So I've never played two. I've played one because it came with Revelations. Because I played Brotherhood Revelations 1... Three, three had potential, so much potential, but it was just kind of bad for an on-plane rogue. Because I think, I think I picked it up because I'm like, man, I kind of really want to play Odyssey because I've heard good things. But I've also heard from people like if you play like Odyssey, it's like really jarring going back to play the other games. Yeah, I've heard Odyssey is very different. So it's like, okay, I'll just do my thing of I'll start way back here and then work my way up because like Odyssey isn't something probably not going to pick up for years anyways yeah so I might as well you know play the games in between because I heard at some point they just kind of like drop the continuous story kind of thing yeah and they're uh, just history games like I listen to like a lot of gaming podcasts and kind of when Odyssey came out a lot of comparisons to The Witcher like The Witcher 3 right yeah and, I don't know, people seem to really like it. Because I, I remember in 4, like, oh, you work for Abstergo, you're making video games. <laughs> oop And yeah, they kind of right. continue that in Rogue. I'm just like, <clears throat> okay, cool. I work for Abstergo testing video games, quote-unquote. Because oh, I remember yeah. in 4, there's this whole, because I do the secret stuff. I'm just trying to remember the whole, like, you find footage, and they just, like, Upstairs, like harvests is like Desmond's dead body to get like his DNA. God, because <laughs> apparently like Desmond's like the key assassin who has like all the previous assassins like DNA within his genetics for some reason. That's how it's genetics really, work. It's really dumb. But yeah, that's all I really got to say about Rogue. Gotcha. It's a, it's alright. All right. Well, I think we've also been watching some stuff. Both of us have been watching JoJo Part Five. Uh gotten up to uh they get to the boss it's the second episode with the boss like like in the, like the like the church oh okay so you are actually behind me in the anime like so like like and i said this because i've i've read up the month i haven't read jojolina like a year yeah or like a year and a half but like i said this and I've uh, like people can quote me on this. Like, man, after they get to the Fugo fight, I'm probably just going to stop caring and not watch. And that's exactly what <laughs> happened. Like after the Fugo episode, like, oh, I don't care. Best boy got his episode. I don't care. Yeah, I kind of go without watching it for a bit, and then kind of just watch a couple episodes here and there. Which is what I was trying to do, but uh, but I'm using Verve mm. to, to watch it because I got that membership anyways to watch other stuff. But yeah, like it kept like crashing. Like every time I went to go watch like the episodes, I'm like, you know, no, no, whatever. I'm just not watching it. Yeah, Verve is kind of buggy. I haven't buggy. gone back. 
so I haven't gotten back to watching it. Gotcha. Uh, well, I'm up to Spice Girl, the appearance of Spice Girl. I don't stand. like Trish. Just scam that out. I I think Trish is a bad character. I think she's fine. She's just kind of there. That's why I don't like Trish. Yeah, I don't think she's like terrible, but yeah, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of her whole deal. Uh, it's a pretty good adaptation. I'm liking it so far. Uh, I'll probably get caught up to it. I, before I have seen the seven page Muda animated. I've seen that yes. part. So I don't really need to go back and watch it because I've seen it, so I'm kind of good. Yeah, that that was one of the best parts of the manga, the seven-page Muda. <laughs> it's just great. And I love that little V in there, too. Yes. It's, that, it's, oh, the, the, the V page is great. I love it. Yeah, that's a really nice... Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's it's good. It's a pretty good adaptation. Um, good, uh, you know, real good openings, good ending choices. Uh, it's not gigs is paradise. So what's the point? Yeah, but it is. I, I've, I've every time I'm waking up, about that. every time I'm waking up, I'm feeling so horny. <laughs> just, uh, they, 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 I swear they changed the end. Did they change the end? Yes, they have. It is now uh, Modern Crusaders by Enigma. Right, because I know they changed the opening, and now we got the second version of the opening, which isn't how King Crimson works. But okay, I guess it's the King Crimson edit. Don't worry about it. It's how it. That's, look, look. I I get the memes of it just works, but like if you understand that time doesn't actually exist. Yeah, it. It's just it's just a reference point for things. King Crimson makes a whole lot of sense. Oh yeah, like I I'm I'm with you. King Crimson makes sense. The whole it just works meme is dumb, especially when it's super easy to understand. Look, so so, and I tried to explain this to Crisis, our friend Crisis, because he his whole thing of slight spoilers how did the bullets go through him like they didn't he literally stepped out the events happened he stepped back the bullets were shot it's there yeah yeah king crimson does make sense uh i don't know we'll probably have more to say on jojo once it ends or at least i will uh, i'm i'm just not looking forward to stone ocean being animated like stone ocean is fine let's no, it's all right. So here's my issue with Stone Ocean. Okay. It's just a Rocky ran out of ideas, and he's just kind of gave up his Stone Ocean. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, like I, I kind of feel the same does... way. Like it does kind of feel like he's running out of ideas, but I, I still like it. I still like the ride that it is. Look, look. So here, here's, here's how I feel. Jolene's a good character. Once she gets past her daddy issues, Joder was a good dad. I'm gonna fight for this. He's a bad character, but he's a good dad. He is a good dad. Because he didn't take his daughter to fight the Italian mafia. <laughs> so, like, the whole thing, why, why didn't he bring her the Mario? He was only supposed to be there for, like, two days to find Josuke. Like, hey, here's your inheritance. By the way, there's this serial killer. We'll stop him, and then we'll leave. But then the arrow got involved. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason he was there, like, the entire, like, year that he was so maybe if there's like serial killers and like mass murderers in a town, Jotaro doesn't want to bring his daughter. Yeah, that's probably a good reason to. Does does part four take place over a year? Because it start well, because it starts at the spring of a new year. They go through the summer, so it's about I think maybe like six months. Okay, probably. Also, a thing I want to bring up with Hermit Purple. 
mm-hmm. in part four. And why why didn't they just use Herbert Purple to find Kira? Because they couldn't, because that wasn't his purpose anyways. Right. So it gets explained in the first chapter that Joseph's trying to find Josuke, but he can't because Angelo's too strong and blocks the signal. Hmm. So so Angelo, first boss, the guy they just kinda beat in like a couple pages. Stop Hermit Purple from working in. How are they going to find Kira? Right, yeah. That's when his dad's going around shooting people with a stand arrow. Because <laughs> like, his whole point, why Joseph was even brought, was he was going to send Hermit Purple through the telephone lines and pull Red Hot Chili Peppers out. That was his purpose. Yeah. It wasn't spirit photography because as Jodoro says, yeah, he's gone senile. He's kind of dumb now. <laughs> but that's my whole, like, like Joseph rant for part four. Yeah. Why, why, why didn't, well, why didn't he use Herbert Furpo to find Architect Baby? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it was invisible? Oh, okay, so it could use the see the surroundings, but whatever. <laughs> that's the logic we're going with. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's JoJo. Um, so I have a question. Have you watched yeah. Attack on Titan at all? I know the memes. You know the memes. Okay. I know the memes. Um, I remember season one aired like it was like 2013 or something. Right. And uh, it was huge. Do you remember how big it was? Huge. The size of a Titan. It, yes. The, si- the size of the 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 the, the Colossal what? Titan. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, and it was huge. I remember going to my first anime convention in 2014 and seeing so many people wearing that goddamn jacket. And then Nazis happened, apparently. Uh, hold on. I'll, hold on. I'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> um, so, and then it just kind of disappeared for a while until season two came back in 2017. And I thought season one was fine. Right. Like, I didn't think it was anything special. Uh, then after, right. like, season two aired, I got... A couple people being like, hey, man, you know, season two is really good. Like, there's some really interesting stuff. It's when the story really picks up. And I kind of just waited for a while until, like, last year I watched. uh, I watched through season two, and it was around, like, episode six, I want to say, where I won't spoil anything, but, like, the biggest plot reveal, like, the answer to something that you've been wondering, like, since season one. No, 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 not that, but, like, it's something else. The answer you've been waiting for since season one is, like, very casually told to you, like, in a background conversation. And it's one of, the, one of those things where I had to pause and go, like, wait, what? No, it's not the basement. Okay. No, it's okay. The basement's later. I know about the basement. I know what's down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's in the basement. It's kind of it's kind of dumb. I don't know. I'm, I'm all right with it. Anyway, so uh, in the manga, apparently like, that reveal was like a small, tiny like panel in the corner or whatever. And that's kind of when I got hooked back into it. And I was watching season three, and then like a week, like two or three weeks ago, they got to uh, the basement. It is what is in Aaron's basement. I'm not going to spoil what's in the basement. It's the Nazis. No, no it's not. <laughs> It's it's Hitler. He was living in the basement all along. <laughs> now wait, do you work for Polygon? <laughs> There's something you're not telling me here. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they find out what's in the basement, and at that point, I'm like, all right, no, fuck this. I need to go read the manga. I am all caught up on the manga now. 
Um, it's really good. I've never seen a story do a very hard genre shift like the way how Attack on Titan has. No, no, Brent. Yeah. In our in our last podcast, I was labeled as the white supremacist for a comment. <laughs> when did you become the white supremacist? The point the Nazi party, and that is Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, we all know that you know Attack on Titan is filled with so much like pro Nazi stuff. It's ridiculous. Like like look, I I stopped caring after I found out was that was actually in the basement because I never really like cared anyways. Yeah, but, like my complete just got. But when I heard that, I was like. So then, like, I looked into the chapter, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the exact opposite. Okay. It is against what the Nazis right. are. I'm gonna rant about fucking Polygon for a second, and this stupid-ass motherfucker okay. who wrote this article, it was basically like, we can't ignore Attack on Titan's support of fascism or something like that. Right. And th- what makes it so ridiculous is that right. Attack on Titan... The message of it is very clearly anti-fascist. Right. Like, straight up, it's slight spoilers for After the Basement, but the story becomes about rising up against the ones who are oppressing you. Right. And has very heavy-handed anti-racist messages about how, like, suppressing people and discriminating against them because of the lies that you were told growing up is false, and you straight up if you think that attack on titan supports fascism you either saw one manga panel out of context and just kind of ran with it or two you just you're just a fucking idiot like i don't know what else to tell you that's yeah because like because like when i first heard that like because when the chat that when that chapter dropped and people were like oh it's, it's a the, the attack on titan supports nazis i'm like okay i'm gonna look into this i'm like this is like the exact opposite, but yeah. okay. It, it is literally the exact opposite. But, you know, it's like, if you make any allusions to, like, racism or something, people automatically think you support it, so, whatever. Look, this is, so, the whole, the whole joke, I guess, because, like, Persona 2, right? Yeah. We're going to do some slight spoilers with Innocence and... Uh, Hitler's the final boss. Oh yeah, Hitler's the final <laughs> boss. He has the spear of Longulus, which is the spear that stabbed Jesus on the cross. And this is a fun. T- and this is why I got kind of got labeled for a Nazi. Besides another comment I made about the speed wagon and not voted for Trump. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that podcast no longer exists. Yep, it, it has been nuked. But, Don't worry about it. But the whole the whole thing is like. Like, Persona 2, I think, is, like, my favorite, like, in the franchise. Mm. And, you know, Hitler's the final boss, and somebody didn't like that, and they didn't like the fact that I liked to, and Hitler was in there. But anyways, we don't talk about that. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the next next topic, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. About Gintama and Brit getting letters in the mail. Okay, let me explain. So I pirated <laughs> Gintama the anime. I got this huge, like, rip. It was, like, a year ago or at this point or something like that. And I'm kind of an idiot because I should have used a VPN because uh, we ended up getting an email from Google being like, hey, we know you downloaded this. We know you downloaded this illegal content. We're going to need you to not do that again. And I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably use a VPN. Uh, But 
That's not what I want to talk about with Gintama, though. I'm starting to get... I'm slowly getting caught up with it, and Gintama's really good. One of the funniest animes I've ever seen. Can, can, can we, like, backtrack just a little bit to the exact conversation that we had? All right. Where, like, like your dad, like, like, like walks in your room, was like, yeah, what's this, this is letter from Google. And you're just like, oh, shit, maybe I should have downloaded the entirety of the anime at once. I'm just like, All 300 Brit. episodes. I'm like, Brit, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Why did you do it in pieces? You're like... I didn't think about that. I'm like, Brent. I needed the why? batch download. <laughs> okay, now we can go back. Okay. Uh, Yatama's super good, funniest anime I've seen, probably. I've I've seen clips. I think I've seen six episodes. It gets. It's not it's just, as funny in the beginning. You have to kind of like get in a little ways before it starts getting really good. Because it has serious story arcs in the middle, which contrast really nicely with the comedic stuff. It's just, I see like 300 episodes. I'm just like, I don't want to tackle that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I know the manga just ended. I I heard good things. Yeah, I've heard, real, I've heard really good things about the ending of the so, manga. So like, like, I like how like, what was it? Like, it was supposed to end like, earlier and he's like okay look all right i'm bad at planning is ending here we're getting picked up on like jump plus it's fine it, we, we, i got a little bit more to tell i have one more story arc. yeah and th- yeah yeah uh and then it's like all right now it's ending no we're going to the gintama app <laughs> <laughs> it's like and there's like a couple chapters on there and then it's done uh good old monkey man oh yeah monkey monkey grandpa <laughs> doesn't know how to plan stuff out properly <laughs> all right so that's kind of all i've been watching what have you been up to in that department? uh besides like jojo so i've recently because i've been made to do this for a bit it's like like og Yu-Gi-Oh it is good stuff it's good stuff i still kind of watch the anime didn't didn't watch arc v because arc v was just bad but i did pick up brains and brains is just i'm not talking about brains i have so many issues with brains but I picked up the original manga. Okay. Simply because... So the first seven volumes aren't about the card game. Oh. They're about other things, which is Season Zero. I've heard about Season Zero. It is a fun time. The manga is a fun time. Is this the manga where Yugi, like, places a lighter on someone's hand? Yes. Okay. So, like, I'm picking up the omnibuses because, you know, the three and one, and it's cheaper that way. So the first seven volumes are a fun time, mostly because it's about other kind of card games and other games in general. And like, not only is like, so like, not only is like Kaiba a dick, but so is Mokuba. And it's kind of great. Okay. So there's, there's, there's a couple, I think, no, it's a chapter where like they're invited to Kaiba's house to like spend the night. I forget the context. Oh, I remember the context now. And about dual monsters, but anyways, uh, but Mokuba makes them eat poison food, and they're playing like Russian roulette with poison food to get the antidote. <laughs> it is great because Yugi's like, okay, how is Mokuba cheating? Oh, let me break this syrup bottle because that's how you're cheating. Because <laughs> I think the syrup bottle was like fake, and it was like the lever he would use to stop the wheel. So Joey ate some like poison like spaghetti or something. It's dumb and I love it, but it's great. Because after that, 
to like the next. I can't remember how many volumes it's labeled as Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist. And that's the card games. And that's where like the anime kind of picks up. Okay. What's kind of the season one of the anime picks up. Do they never uh, do they never animate the OG stuff? They there's season 0 which got animated which there's some stuff that's different. I mean it's like season 1 implies like you've like either like read the manga or seen season 0 cuz there's like some stuff that kind of gets referenced. Yeah, I think I kind of remember that. But there there are some different stuff, but like so my favorite part about the first like seven volumes before it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist. Uh Evil Bakura forces him to play D and D in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I forget what he calls it. I think it's called Monster World. And like regular Bakura is like really into it, but he doesn't want to play anymore because like every time he plays, like people die and he doesn't know why. <laughs> So, but before he can get that out, like, Yaw and takes over. He's like, hey, you guys want to play some D&D and summon Satan? And they're like, we're going to that last part, but sure. You'll look like you need friends, transfer student. <laughs> so they start playing D&D, and then Evil Bakura takes over. It, like, traps them in their, like, miniatures, and it's great. Which, that's the episode. So I haven't gotten past uh, Volume 7. I'm going to assume that's the episode in the original anime where he traps them in their favorite trading cards. Okay. I think that's what that is, but I'm not entirely positive, so don't quote me. God, it's been forever since I've seen the anime. But the original manga is, is, is a fun time. It's a fantastic time. Okay. I would recommend picking it up. All right. Pick up the omnibuses because they're cheaper. Okay, okay. All right, so the, uh, they're getting officially released then. Yeah, I think all the omnibuses are out. And uh, it's and it's called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist. Is that what it's called? So 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 no so, so the Yu-Gi-Oh! Manga, like the original volumes, yeah. the first seven are called Yu-Gi-Oh! After that, it's called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist. Okay. And then the last, which was season five, of the anime is called Millennium World, and that's what the manga is called. Because okay. it's technically not about duel monsters, because that's why it's called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist. Because those, I think, 20-some-odd volumes, I think is like 7 to 27, is about playing dual monsters. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the omnibuses on Amazon right now. Okay. Yeah. Because cause, uh, season 5 is where they kind of, like, like they play dual monsters in, like, the past. But it's more so, that's not the whole, like, point of it, I guess. Okay. But, you yeah, know, so, yeah, the omnibuses are great. I have, I think... What is it? The first four. So that's one through twelve. Yeah, and it's a good read. Board. It's a good read. I'd recommend it, mostly because like, because <laughs> like my favorite's still gonna be GX and like season four that never got like English dubbed. It's a fun time. Did didn't it not get English dubbed because they summoned Satan? Okay, so right, so they didn't do the English dub for season four, not because of that. Because they wanted to get the uh, 5Ds. <laughs> oh. But season 4 gets like really dark and pretty much has Dual Monster Satan who's called like Darkness who cheats at the game. Okay. Because he doesn't explain to Jaden what his cards do. <laughs> what, <laughs> what his cards do. And Jaden's like, wait, wh- what? He's like, yeah, I'm not going to explain it. Can I look at your cards? No. 
But but that she I don't I don't care. I'm Satan. And then he wins with the power of friendship and God. <laughs> J- Jaden had the power of friendship and God on his side. Because <laughs> it's, I forget what it's called. It's Neo something. I think it's like Divine Neos. But it's pretty much God Neos punches Dual Monster Satan in the face and Jaden saves the world. And then he goes to Door Yugi. And we never see what happens, but it's heavenly implied that Yugi, uh, Jaden lost because Yugi summons Slifer. And all he has is Neos. It fucking murders them. And Jaden's like, all right, we're going to go in. And then it just cuts. And Jaden's like on a road with a backpack. Is is you go the GX the one where there's a character who has dinosaur DNA? Y- yes, that's Tyranno Hustleberry. Yes, did, that's did, just I think the dub. Is he the one? Okay, is he the one who in the dub his monsters like sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the elephant? No, that's Jesse Anderson. Okay, that's <laughs> so okay. So I'm gonna do some little bit of explaining. Okay, sure. So his name is Johan, and there is no version. It's. Yuki Judai and Johan is not confirmed. It's just kind of heavily implied that the he's gay and Jaden might be gay, and this is kind of heavily implied. It's not confirmed, but it's heavily implied, which is why Ubel kind of possessed him because Ubel was kind of a hermaphrodite kind of character. It's not going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to talk about how Ubel has like one boob. But that's that's about it. Just a uniboob. <laughs> so it's like, so like you know, like the world card and like tarot. Yeah. So I was like, has all the animals and like the hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you bet is kind of based on. Okay. Cause I'm trying to remember the actual cause in the context of GX is because it's been so long since I've seen season three. But Jaden's like a reincarnated like prince character. Okay. And Yubel's like his keeper and friend. And I think I can't remember if that were a boy, but they were like in love with Jaden. And they went through this whole process to turn into Yubel. And Yubel's hermaphrodite to represent both. But yeah, no season four for GX got kinda dark and is great. I mean the second half of three was technically dark, but four is where they got really dark and they had like Satan. And all these other people, and it's great. I should go back Watch to season GX four. at some point. Season four is great because this this is this is a nice moment that references the first the first episode. Oh, because I've read the GX manga recently too. Um, I mean that's okay. It's completely different because it was made like years after the fact. Okay. But anyways, so this is a nice episode in season four that references the first epi- ever episode because. Crowler, I forget what his, his Japanese name is, Kronos, that's right, that's his Japanese name. He he actually develops as a character, he's actually a pretty cool dude later on. So he doesn't want his students to graduate, so he's withholding their diplomas or some shit, and it's stupid. Okay. And, and Jada's like, if I beat you, we graduate, and Kronos is like, fine. So they duel, and it gets set up that the duel ends the same way they ended their first duel. Where it's Agent Gear Golem and Flame Wing Man and Skyscrapers on the field. And it is the exact same way. And he beats Kratos. He's like, ah, you guys can graduate. Watch season four. It's pretty good. 
I should, yeah. I remember watching GX a lot, like, back whenever it was airing on TV. I mean, the dub's great now for, like, the memes, but, like, watch the subversion. Okay. It's better. Okay, sure. That's all I got on that. Alright, um, so before we move on to other stuff, uh, how do you feel about Evangelion? Alright, look, alright, I'm gonna piss a lot of you. Like, so, like, I don't like Ava. Okay. Like, I never had, like, I tried to, I just can't. I can't get past the first episode. I don't know what it is. I just can't. Okay. Uh, it's on Netflix now. I really yeah. like Evangelion a lot. I, I, I heard about this. Yeah. It's, I heard people don't like it. All the past discourse I've seen in the last two weeks are about Final Fantasy VII and Evangelion. Am I in fucking 1997? Look, I saw a tweet, I think it was yesterday, and like, like someone like took a picture of like what's in theaters right now, and it's like Men in Black, Godzilla, Aladdin, Child's Play, like Lion King. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like are we in nineteen ninety five? Yeah, but like, uh, the the Netflix release of Evangelion is, like, if it if you're gonna watch it, like, hey, that that'll suit you just fine. Uh, they redubbed it. Um, unfortunately, it no longer has "Fly Me to the Moon" as the ending song. Which, I'm gonna save for licensing reasons. Is probably why. Yeah. Well, I mean, like every the thing is, every other country has it, but America. I I don't know. I'm not. Look, all right, here's my whole thing, all right? Yeah. People are still having faith in the live-action Cowboy Bebop after this <laughs> has happened. After, like, live-action Death Note. Oh, I do not have any faith in the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Look, 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 people still do for whatever reason. Here's my whole thing. Netflix shouldn't do anime. Yeah, they probably shouldn't. It's just like anytime they license that. a seasonal anime, they're just like, no, we're going to wait until the season's over and then release it at once. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's ridiculous, but, um, so they don't have Fly Me to the Moon as the ending theme anymore, which, like, you know, that's, you can deal with that, but then there were some scenes that had, like, an instrumental version of that playing over them that, like, uh, oh. I saw a clip on Twitter that now it's just replaced with loud crickets chirping, <laughs> and it's like, that sounds so bad. But you could totally skip, like, 25 and 26, right? Uh, no, no, man, you, you don't, don't fucking skip 25 and 26. <laughs> I keep seeing I keep people see, say that. I keep saying people say that too, and like you get like really mad about it. I'm just like, just don't. <laughs> you, they're part of the experience, and like they're also good episodes too. Look, I have like nothing against the creator because he did Shin Godzilla, which is probably my favorite Godzilla. Oh man, yeah, like Shin how he handled good. it because like he he just seems like a relatable dude. Like you know, his apartment caught on fire and he didn't wake up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, just like... I, I, I can relate to that because I don't think I would wake up either. It's just like, he's just like, sometimes I just don't want to do things, just whatever. Like, I can relate to him. I just don't like Ava. Yeah. Whatever, I just can't get into it. I watched Evangelion as a teenager, and like, it's kind of an experience watching that as a teenager. And I think my whole thing was the whole, like, children shouldn't be, like, in war and pilots. I feel like... That was handled better in Gundam Double O Seventy Nine, because because there is a scene, I think I can't remember if this episode or not. Like Armuro refuses to pilot the Gundam, yeah, because he doesn't want to like do it anymore, because he's a child. But so my whole thing is, 
Amuro doesn't have to pilot the Gundam. The only reason why they have him pilot it is because he read the instruction manual and his dad built it. So he kind of has a knack for it, but other people have piloted the Gundam. Like, other, like, actual, like, adults have piloted the Gundam. My whole thing is, why are the cockpit so small and able that only children can pilot them? I think that's dumb oh, and contrived. Oh, yeah, like, they're made so only the children can pilot them. That's dumb. Do you want to know why? <laughs> I, I think, isn't this something like, 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 Ava one's, like, Shinji's mom or something? Okay, so... Something stupid. This is totally Evangelion spoilers, but I mean, like... It's also I don't care. 20 years old. Um, I don't care. So, yeah. Um, they're, they're not robots, but like large creatures. Right. And uh, it's like, yeah, Ava 1 is Shinji's mom. Asuka's is, I think, her mom. And they have to be the kids because they can see, uh, synchronize really well with the robots. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've watched it. I think that's the reason why. Like, isn't like like Ray like a clone of Shinji's mom or something? Yeah, and that's like the, like Shinji's whole dad is like he just wants to bone his mom again. <laughs> like that's why he cloned her or something. I think so. I think that's his deal. And then it's kind of weird that <laughs> Shinji's kind of weird around Ray. It's like <laughs> got a little yeah. got a little Oedipus thing going on there. <laughs> so moving on <laughs> yep all right so that's all for anime and manga uh speaking speaking of giant uh giant creatures i think we both saw godzilla king of the monsters godzilla king of the monsters is great it's tied for my top favorite because it's just fan service and i love it yeah it's pretty good i liked it a lot like there's right so my i get why people don't like human characters in godzilla films like i I get why you don't like them in this film. Because they're bad. The human scenes are just kind of bad. There's jokes I wish they didn't make. Like, when they reveal Ghidorah's name, they're like, did she just say gonorrhea? Like, I hate that line. Uh, I yeah. hate it with a passion. I get why people don't like human characters in this film. Because they're bad and they're dumb. Take them out. They're bad. I think I forgot most of what the human characters did. Nothing. But in general, people people who say Godzilla films shouldn't have human characters, I'm sorry, have you seen a Godzilla film? They're Japanese dramas with giant monsters in the background. That's always my stance on Godzilla. Yeah. Is that they're just Japanese dramas that just feature giant monsters. Because I've seen, like, the 1954 Godzilla, like, Godzilla Rates Again, and, like, all the, those classics. Because that's what I grew up on. So I love all those. So I'm okay with the human aspect. The human aspect in this film, yeah, no, they're kind of bad. Yeah, it's just kind of boring, I guess. I mean, it's there's that, and it's like, I really hate the mom character in this film. Yeah, I don't like her either. Because her whole thing of humans are, like, it's the whole environmental message, and it just kind of blows up in her face. She's like, why doesn't my daughter agree with me that I want to murder her dad? It's just like, <laughs> You're a dumb character. Yeah. She's oh no! Why is this equal terrorist betraying me? Yeah, like, you dumbass. Of course he is. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's what like, immediately like the humans have to be there to move the plot along. I wish they kind of did stuff better. 
Yeah. I do like the fact we got Burning Godzilla. Because that's just great. Mm-hmm. Love Burning Godzilla. So, alright, so they kind of debated me here. Let me some slight Godzilla spoilers. So they had both the Oxygen Destroyer and Burning Godzilla in this film. So in the post credit scenes, I thought, hey, maybe it's going to be Destroyer. Because we had Burning Godzilla and the Oxygen Destroyer. Key parts to Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Because the Oxygen Destroyer is what created Destroyer, and that's how, you know, he defeated Godzilla, how Godzilla defeated Destroyer, because he went Burning Godzilla, whatever. Not going to get into that. But it kind of set it up for more of a Mecha Ghidorah kind of thing, which I'm okay with. I just would have preferred Destroyer. Okay. Your thoughts? Uh, I really like the movie. Um, I haven't seen too many Godzilla films, but my favorite so far is probably Shin Godzilla. I like that one a whole lot. Um, is it because the Ava Man worked on it? I mean, is that why? that's like the reason I went to go see it, but I also really like it. But my whole thing talking about Shin Godzilla, why I liked it. So, like, I like 2014 Godzilla. As a reboot, I prefer Shin as a reboot simply because I feel like that captures Godzilla more. So, they're both modern day Godzilla films in a way of. 2014 was a modern, like, Godzilla's the hero Godzilla. Like, you want your monster fight Godzilla. Yeah. That's who you are. Shin is Godzilla is a force of nature and he's going to destroy everything. Which I like. Because it's like the 1954 Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like, look, because like, Godzilla hasn't represented a nuclear disaster in, like, whatever. And I'm okay with that. So, that's not why, like, I prefer Shin. Because, like, I love Godzilla. Like, f- like doing a drop kick, Like, flying backwards because he's blowing atomic breath. Like, all the silly stuff I love. But the fact Shin took the... Oh, what is the... It was, I can't remember what it was, but it's the nuclear disaster that with the earthquake oh the back in like uh, 2012 yeah i forget who was it was it fukushima yeah that sounds about right and yeah i think it was the fukushima nuclear disaster because that's what this guy was representing oh yeah and i like that and i like that it's a stab at japanese politics oh yeah and and how... they need a committee for everything and everything needs a title yeah i really liked all of those human bits where they were just like trying to get shit done but like bureaucracy bureaucracy keeps getting in the way look one of my favorite scenes is the talk about that you know america wants to bomb japan and like the current like acting like prime minister is like if anyone's bombing us for a third time it's us <laughs> <laughs> we won't we won't do Godzilla. <laughs> it's just like it's great i love it but yeah no because because after i saw king of the monsters i kind of went back to watch some more like you know the 1954 and Godzilla raids again like all those classic Godzilla's because I pretty much I think I own I don't own three I think I can't remember because I know I don't own Godzilla vs. Biolante but I have to look at like my films which because I'm pretty sure I don't own three of them which is more of the rarer ones because for whatever reason even the like the Blu-ray for, like, Godzilla vs. Biolante is, like, super rare, and I have no idea why. Okay, I probably need but, to watch uh, some more Godzilla films, because I've seen... 
2014 King of the Monsters, Shin Godzilla. And I think I also saw Zilla. We don't talk about that. The one that had the whole Simpsons cast in it. But, like... Like, Godzilla's, like, a big part of my childhood. Yeah. Because I grew up watching those films, and they're great. Which is why when people said, there's too much Godzilla in this Godzilla film, I was like, what? Yeah, well, yeah, like, I also didn't get that, because it's like, man, this is a... Like it's it's fan service, like it's 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 made for people like me, because I went with some friends, and like and I got like all like the Easter eggs. They they just like the look over and just kind of like squeal in. I'm like "Ah, I get it. Like one of my favorite things was the slight like reference to like the Mothra. Like so, Mothra always has twin keepers, like small little Japanese fairy ladies. Okay. So the fact that they reference because you had the one. Who was in, like, the... That was with the main, like, cast. And then they just do the slide reference. She's like, yeah, twins were in my family. We're, like, third generation in Monarch. And they show that he has a twin sister. At, like, Mothra's, like... Like, at least from the cocoon. I'm like, I get it. That's great. I love that. Okay. That's a great Easter egg, and I loved it. But my whole thing, I've, I've seen people talk about this. Too much Godzilla, there's too much humans... You don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. This is a Godzilla film. You're going to have giant monster fights. Humans are always an aspect of Godzilla, and they always will be because they're needed for the plot. To me, Godzilla's always been, you know, like I said, Japanese dramas with giant monsters in the background. That's always what they've been for me. Yeah. That's all I really got about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, you know, I think... I think this is a full episode. Yeah, I think. I think yeah, we talked about a lot. Like, I have like two more things listed, but like, oh yeah, not, like much. Like, I, like I saw like Weird Al this weekend live. Oh, great. Okay, how uh, how was that? Uh, second time I've seen him live. Man's an entertainer. He's great. If you have a chance to see him live, go for it. Yeah, I probably uh, should. It's next just, time he's in town. It's just strings attached to her. So the, I think what he's doing is always an opening act. Which is the orchestra itself? Because he because he picks like a live like orchestra, like an actual orchestra group to have him play his songs, mm-hmm. and he lets them be the opening act. I feel bad for the conductor that we had, because <clears throat> people thought like anytime he says something, it was supposed to be a joke. Because they always like laughed at what he said. Because uh. like so like he did like like the opening songs like Indiana Jones, like James Bond, Superman, and, like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, like, he did those. So, I started with, like, Indiana Jones. Like, everyone laughed. So, like, he did a couple songs, and he's like, all right, we're going to go to our last piece, and there's going to be a 20-minute intermission. People thought he was, like, making a joke that they weren't going to see Weird Al right away. And you just, like, see on his face of... He's being serious. Like, no, there's going to be a 20-minute intermission, and then you'll get to see Weird Al live and all that. And people are laughing at it. And it's just the look on his face. is just, oh, I feel for this man. Man. I feel but... for this man a lot. <clears throat> Because he's, he's doing his thing. Like, he was great. He was a great conductor, but people thought, like, he was being funny when he wasn't. I was like, y'all are assholes. <laughs> like, uh, like, but I would say, go, go see Weird, Weird Al live. Can I might see him? Because I'm really debating. Because at the end of August, he's because I went out of state to see him. Oh, yeah? 
because my brother lived out of state and I was in the state that he lives. I wouldn't go see him. But he's actually going to be in my state at the end of August. I'm like, do I want to pay VIP tickets for this one? Because like $300. <laughs> the answer is I do, but I'm like, no, you're an adult with responsibilities and like health insurance. What if you just like did it? Taxes. Like, look, look, all right. I like, I really want to just like pay the tickets. Like, hey, I'm going to go see Weird Al. Like, VIP tickets. Because I think I pay like a hundred dollars for these tickets to see them live, and we had pretty good seats. Like we were in the section, like right behind the VIP section, so it was fine. So we were close enough, and I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I was like, man, if I pay three hundred dollars to go see Weird Al live, I don't know. They're available. They're still there. I can still get VIP tickets, but it's like, eh. I want to, but at the same time, as a responsible adult, I'm not going to. But unlike a responsible adult, I keep buying dice. You keep I'm buying stupid. dice? Look, I love dice. D&D is great. Plug in D&D. We play D&D. We'll have to talk about it at some point. But anyways, like, okay. I keep buying dice. Like, I have so many pounds of dice. Because I keep buying a pound of dice. <laughs> like, So I have so many pounds of dice. Like, I just keep I have a problem. Like, I don't use them, but they're shiny and they make the click clack sound. <laughs> I love them. But that's that's really all I got. Okay, all right. Well, you know, I think that's a f- nice full episode of yeah, the four AM boys. Yeah, like I think it's, that's why that's that's enough to wake up for and keep us up at night to four AM. Yes, all of this stuff keeping us up till four AM. <laughs> Or getting us up at 4 a.m. Gotta gotta think about Nazis and Tifa's boobs. Yeah, just, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what this podcast was about. Nazis and Tifa's boob. What if Tifa was a Nazi? And that's why they took her boobs away. <sighs> Anyways, I'm glad to be doing podcasts again. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, now, now if anyone says that I have a bad opinion, I can yell at them to debate me on my podcast. And I will be here too, maybe debating. Maybe I'll be the one debating you having bad taste. All right, we Probably can de- not. We have join us next taste. week when we debate about Stone Ocean. <laughs> I mean, I will fight to the death that Stone Ocean is bad. Now, also, if you're interested, we have an email address that you can send questions or statements or kind of whatever to uh, the four am boys at gmail dot com. Let us know we have bad taste. Yes, or let us know we, we have incredibly good taste. In a dumpster. Do you know where Tifa's boob went? It, it, let us know. Please, if you have any information about the location of Tifa's boob, please uh, write in with your name and, and your address. If, if you know where the na- where the national decks went, let us know. Yes, I don't support hashtag Dexit. <laughs> we but, need to find but, the national decks.
Catch you now. 